Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Hello, podcast family. Angie here on your podcast dial, reading a very familiar story with you in Acts 26, 1 through 23. If you have been reading along with the Acts Daily Reading Plan, then you should know that this account of Paul's conversion is the third time the story appears in the book of Acts. The first account in Acts 9 is the actual historical record of Saul's encounter with Jesus on the Damascus Road. This is followed up with Paul's testimony before the Sanhedrin in Acts 22. And then this account in Acts 26 finds Paul standing before King Agrippa sharing the story once again. Did you start to read today's passage and think, again? Dude, I got it, Luke. There are probably several reasons for this repetition, but I think Paul gives us a subtle clue in verses 6 and 7 when he repeats a key word three different times in making his compelling defense against all the accusations being leveled against him. That word was hope. Hope is at the heart of our Christian witness. It is the expectation set before us that Jesus is who he says he is, that he is faithful and just, that he loves us and wants to spend eternity with us. Hope should be a driving motivator in our evangelistic efforts. Paul reminds us in Romans 15, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Luke repeats Paul's dramatic rescue story for the third time because it's full of hope. In fact, it is overflowing with hope. It's like Luke is saying, people, if God can save Paul, the chief among sinners, then he can save anybody, including you. That is a message that bears repeating over and over. Have you ever been around someone that just exudes hope? These are folks whose faith runs deep and their hope overflows into actions that are considerate, open, obedient, humble. When I think of those attributes, one Bethel person who comes to mind is Marv Purvis. On July 6th, Marv finished his earthly race and left us for heaven. It's still hard to believe that we won't get to experience his hope-filled presence again on this side of heaven. 1 Peter 3.15 states, In your hearts regard Christ the Lord as holy, and be ready at any time to give a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. This is what Paul was doing in our passage for today before King Agrippa, giving an account for the hope that resided in him. And that's how Marv lived his life every day. Those of us who knew him, which was most of Bethel, we got to see face to face those hope-filled attributes come to life. Consider it. Marv was so kind to everyone. He didn't talk down to people or insult their intelligence. He listened carefully and considered people's experiences, their stories, their pain. He gave compliments and advice freely, and he didn't take people for granted. He was selfless to a fault, and we all benefited from his considerate understanding and care. 
open. Marv spent a ton of his life helping others. He was approachable, authentic, and honest. Sometimes that meant he shared a hard truth with you, but his sincerity always made it easier to bear, mainly because he wasn't afraid to share about his own struggles and his own need for Jesus. Obedient. In verses 19 through 21, Paul told King Agrippa that he had been obedient to the heavenly calling he received from Jesus by preaching to everyone. Marv was also faithful to the heavenly calling on his life. Marv could have rested in his retirement, but instead he and his wife Pam became trailblazers at Bethel for our Stephen ministry and our healing and recovery ministry. Marv was passionate about seeing people find Jesus and seeing people whole. He endlessly pursued others and was obedient to who God called him to be right up to his last days on earth. Humble. When someone spoke to Marv about the hope within him, he was quick to give credit to God for the strength and the wisdom he had. It was not by his own strength that he was able to resist sin and follow Christ. He was humble, acknowledging his dependence on Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. Marv humbly loved his family, his faith, his friends. Honestly, about the only fault I could find with him was his passion for the Oregon Ducks. I go back to my original question. Do you know any hope-filled Christians? And what if we took that a step deeper? Are you a hope-filled Christian? May we all model the hope that Paul showed repeatedly in sharing his rescue story, the same hope modeled to us in person by our friend Marv. Let's be Christians whose faith runs deep, whose hope overflows in actions that are considerate, open, obedient, and humble. Sorry, Nike, but I don't want to be like Mike. I want to be like Marv. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of Marv Purvis. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's Word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.